0: This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, let's get back into it topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville, pound three, six, three, six. Just a heads up coming up next hour. We'll be joined by Dr. Orna Amate, the registered psychologist and media consultant on these mass killers, both of whom were sentenced today. Uh, we can quibble about the length of sentence or the parole eligibility, but we won't. We'll talk instead to uh, the psychology behind this type of mindset. We'll also be joined by Andrew Scheer, leader of the opposition on the SNC-Lavalin case and whether or not, you know, Justin Trudeau uh, has a lot to answer for in that regard. And John Carpe is going to join us, too, from the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedom. Uh, John, having announced earlier today that Lindsay Shepard might remember her from the Wilfrid Laurier story where uh, she was upbraided by two of her professors and one of the administration for uh, having the temerity to, I guess, show a videotape of Jordan Peterson in one of her classes And so uh, now she's going on this tour across Canada at various college campuses and universities, helping the Justice Centre disseminate its work in defense of Canada's free society. Well, that's interesting.
1: I mean, uh, Sherry DeNovo, something like this necessary? Absolutely. Well, it's always necessary to have free speech, not necessary to have this organization. This this organization, you know, the, 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 these are people who compared the pride flag to the Nazi flag, who fought against gay-straight alliances in in the West. Uh, these gay-straight alliances save children's lives. So would you um, shut free, them down? Refuse to use the correct pronouns for trans people. Um, well, they're not about free speech, and, and, and because of free speech, no. Let them say what they say. Say, but know where they're coming from, and they're they're not coming from freedom for everyone. They're they're coming. They're representing a very small, very right wing uh, viewpoint, and it's not one I share. Well, all right.
0: Uh, but how about some groups on campuses that are given license to go and protest and set up clubs and so on and so forth from the radical left? I mean, well, it's you shut not them a down? question
1: of the radical left. It's a question of basic human rights, oh. which we fought for <laughs> um, around LGBTQ issues, and these are human rights protected in law in Ontario and in other their provinces and should be respected so it's not about freedom of speech you can't use hate speech you can't you know uh, but if you wanted to set up
0: a pro-life club on campus you'd be deterred from doing that
1: you can set up pro-life are you kidding they they, they're out there demonstrating in in, in campuses a lot and it's Uh, it's, i don't know uh and, and again um this is about women's rights but you know human rights are protected and hate speech is hate speech for a reason all right, gentlemen.
2: Well, I, th- I think uh, the Carpe and, uh, and company are opportunistic in this one, that they're taking a young woman who was pilloried by the university. Wilfred Laurier, I thought, did a horrific job to this woman, and, and uh, she, as a teaching assistant, had her career uh, uh, derailed overnight by uh, her profs bullying her. Uh, fortunately, she was smart enough to tape the recordings, um, I, I think good on her. This is the first positive article I've seen on her in, uh, in recovering from what has to have been a, a, a traumatic experience for a young person. And um, I say, you know, good for her. But as far as free speech goes, I, I, I don't agree with you, Sherry, on, on, the, on campus. Uh, you come with any sort of a center-right opinion, and you're going to be given a rough ride off uh, off a short pier on, uh, on most campuses today.
0: All right. And so uh, she is, while you're to your mind, she's necessary or this is something. I think
2: she brings another opinion. And clearly she I I, now I don't know about the uh, the um, the farm that she's working for because I'm not I haven't been exposed to them. So I I... the Justice Center for Constitutional Freedoms. Yeah, I I, I, I'm not sure you're likened them to a hate group.
1: Well, let's put it this way. Members of that group have put forward these opinions, the pride flags like the Nazi flag, that gay-straight alliances shouldn't be allowed, um, You know that that you shouldn't use correct pronouns when referring to trans folk. Those are hateful opinions, and are those are contrary to our human rights. So they're concerns, absolutely. Wow, all right.
0: Uh, and yet uh, the freedom to express that is somehow uh, now being tamped down, which may be the point and purpose of her going around campuses and saying, Hey, look, uh, look. I won't uh, impute what she's actually going to do because I don't know. I'll talk to Carpe and find out. But do you think that this has some merit, Michael?
3: Well, yeah. I mean, first of all, the Justice Center for Constitutional and Freedom. I, I mean, it sounds like something out of the Soviet Union the way they used to name their organizations. It's a little. But having said that, um, you know, I, I, I'm one of these proponents, totally of free speech. I think free speech is either free speech or it's not. You can't restrict people. The only measure in, in, a, in a civilized society, in a democratic society like ours, is your freedom to act ends where my freedom begins. You know, that kind of thing. So we have to respect each other. I mean, it's not, you know, organizations like this, and it, was, it wasn't the organization itself, in all fairness to them. It was Mr. Carpe made this remark about the pride flag, and he apologized afterwards. So, you know, we either forgive people or we don't, and, you know, that kind of thing. But, you, these people have to be particularly um, uh, astute in when they're making comments because it, you, there's nothing that equates to Nazi Germany. I, I've said this to people in politics before, there's nothing, nothing that equates to that regime. It's what, you know, So just be careful how you make those connections. Mm. Having said that, um, you know what, you know, the, 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 the Premier of Ontario, the Government of Ontario has put in place this thing with universities. And if you read it, it just sounds reasonable. You know, They use this Chicago Statement of Free Speech where it says you know, that it should not attempt to shield students from ideas or opinions that they disagree with or find offensive, the proviso on that is that the speech that, that there's no, they won't tolerate speech that violates the law is not, to, not allowed. I mean, what is wrong with that? And I, and I think that, you know, Universities should be places where all sorts of things are debated, even uncomfortable subjects. Uh, that's the, the essence of our society. It's what democ- democracy is about. Because in the end, I don't want anybody saying what we can and cannot speak about. You know, this, uh, we, I think we trust society enough and people in it to sanction people whatever way they want to individually, rather than you know all these kind of structures that are put in place to stop people speaking. All right. So you're
0: a free speech absolutist then. But yes. this is where it was interesting when you just said, you know, if somebody says, well, they've apologized and uh, let's move on, forgive and uh, the rest. We're getting into a climate now where uh, that doesn't seem to be good enough. I'll, I'll draw to mind the case of Liam Neeson, the actor, who said in an interview earlier this week, like 40 years back, when he was living in Northern Ireland during the Troubles, uh, a friend of his had been raped, and he asked about the racial background or who the, the individual was, and uh, l- learning it was a black man, uh, decided that he would go looking for the first black man he encountered that he got into a uh, I don't know, uh, got chippy with and uh, would, you know, beat him up. And he mentioned that he didn't act on it. Uh, He's forthright about having that thought, but uh, never came to that. So Sherry DeNovo, should his career now be in jeopardy or can we overlook that and say, uh, are we getting into a ridiculous phase now where nothing is forgiven when it comes to these matters of identity politics.
1: Well, absolutely, his career should go on. I mean, I here's the thing. I mean, I, I think more and more white people should be doing what he's doing in a sense, and and that is owning up to their own moments of racism. I mean, this is what propels us forward with conversation, is that we actually admit that we're not perfect and that we have made mistakes. Um, and, and I think that process is good. I don't think, you know, this is, this is no way equates with some of the, you know, horrendous racism that is, is being you know, that has been No, it's starting (laughs) to be positioned
0: as such. And now you're getting the sense that, like, everybody's from Bethlehem. There are no uh, folks, you know, you can't forgive. Uh, This is, look, we see the hypocrisy, too, with the left, like the blackface story. Uh, You know, you've got people like Ted Danson, who was Whoopi Goldberg's partner back in the day. He's in blackface. Left don't want to mention that. The newspapers won't talk about that. The media stays away. Uh, Sarah Silverman, Jimmy Kimmel, all these people...
1: I, mean, yeah, I think hypocrisy, you know, is is pretty, pretty evenly spread left to right. <laughs> I think you'll find lots of people out there that are perfectly capable of being very hypocritical on this and many other issues. Well, there's I a th- double th- standard. I, think, you know, I get the I, sense. I think, you know, it's a time of self-reflection, the Me Too movement, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter. Well, what this about the Me time, Too movement yeah. where you've
0: got uh, the governor or actually the lieutenant governor in Virginia when uh, there's been an accusation by a Democrat against a Democrat <laughs> that she was sexually assaulted? Washington Post. Didn't even write that story. They want to sweep that under the rug. That's a double well, standard. And the you look thing. at
1: Fox, that you know takes other positions on it. I mean, no, I'm we talking have about different... just what is no, fair. well? What is... It, well uh, I think anybody who doesn't think that that media has some partisan bent is probably doesn't know media very well. Well, I mean, um, it it's more a than a partisan bent. One, yeah. okay. But I mean, there, but there's the, you no know, reasonable
2: you know, balance in it uh, anymore. Right? Well, I, I mean, I, I, it, it, it is hypocrisy, yeah. and and I think the the world has moved. But there's got to be there's got to be some coming to sense on all of this and and unless we get there uh you know, we're, we're just going to continue down a road that's going to create for greater ill for the country.
3: And you finally, Michael? Well, uh, the reality is the story came out eventually. You know, the, the Washington Post might have tried to smother this, but the story has come out eventually. And in general terms, this whole thing with Lame Neeson and everything else, what he said was very disturbing to me anyway. But uh, having said that, at the end of the day, we're either going to be a society that accepts people who, when they say they, they regret this and have changed, and then we learn to forgive them, or else I don't know where we go from there. Wow.
0: We're come going back. Uh, into hour three here. We're going to let you go. Right. But you understand, Niece, in the context of being a absolutely. child of the troubles, you know, and yeah, a young man in this. Northern Ireland?
3: I came from there, and there's no place in the world. Like I say, there's, it's a city that has two uh, two gods, and each one has their own soccer team. So, you know, what can right. I <laughs> All right, very good.
0: <laughs> Thank you all for coming in this Friday afternoon. Uh, try to stay grounded, because it's rather blustery out there. Michael Giles, the Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, and John Carmichael, have a great week.